Tom, I had to make sure that I read your notes right, because uh, right now you're saying that diversification ain't worth the trouble. What does that mean? Well, you know, sometimes it's like um, the movie The Water Boy when they're in the locker room <laughs> and the strategists say, um, hey, remember when brick worked? Remember when small cap worked? Remember when value stocks worked? Uh, and then they use that as their allocation. When, you know, what really works is to find companies that are winners in the real world. And those companies do work. I mean, if you think about it, last 15 years, the S&P 500 uh, and Russell 2000 have been about the same, maybe the S&P a little bit better. Uh, but a lot of people told you, oh, you had to be in international stocks. And in general, the uh, IFA is only up 25% in the last year, hmm. uh, excuse me, last 15 years. So it's uh, a lot of the standard diversification where you put a static asset allocation to different things, hoping for a reversion to the mean just hasn't worked. And, hmm. you know, the idea was, well, but you can reduce volatility. But what happened when we um, looked at yesterday? You know, they all the markets went down. You know, if it was uh, the Shanghai, if it was NASDAQ, if it was the S&P, if it was IFA, they were all down well over a percent last yesterday. Yep. I got to say, number one, I didn't expect the non-diversification call. I also did not expect it to be followed up by a water boy reference, <laughs> Tom. So. At the end of the day, I mean, it sounds like this is another way of saying stay strong and reliant on tech, uh, but to uh, adapt, Waterboy, what if someone's spitting the Coca-Cola for tech, Coach? What happens if tech is peeking out, Tom, that we're going to need some diversification? Well, you know, uh, and uh, that's been something that people talked about for the last five years, that the market was ex high, tech was overextended, you should be using some kind of diversification. And the reality is that until it's over, it's not over. And uh, so we, we look at it and say, as long as they're winning in the marketplace, a lot of these companies that we've followed and continue to own have 30, 40% uh, growth rates, uh, that's going to be rewarded in the market. Uh, what happens in the past, especially in these different cycles, which markets go through, is that you need a major correction before you have a major change in leadership. Mm. So, uh, Tom, where do you think uh, the downside would have to be for that type of uh, rotation to happen? I mean, this is the question we keep coming back to. Basically, it seems like every two, three months or so, where the market has tried to push out of the tech leadership to some extent a little bit of it did last where tesla mm -hmm. and high growth very very futuristic tech trades or and SPACs, all that stuff is still very much down from february what's it going to take to get that money out of fang is it ever going to happen and is there potential if this is the last covid wave for a while to maybe uh spur some of that rotation yeah, and certainly we saw some of that rotation to the uh, market or economic recovery stocks in the first quarter of this year as people started to anticipate that. But the real thing that doesn't, the market doesn't fall and the leadership doesn't change with rotating corrections. And that's what we've had so far. We had tech stocks take a break in the first quarter, then they had a nice rebound. Um, 
So uh, as long as the impact on the ec economy stays the same, and that's where we're seeing this digital revolution just go through everything that we do. Uh, one, we don't believe that the uh, COVID situation will ever have just a silver bullet. Mm. And so you're going to continue to have companies that benefit from this integrated business models uh, and tech revolution. Uh, you can call it the fourth industrial revolution. The, it is here to stay. And those companies that are the leaders are going to continue to be the leaders. Mm. Um, we've especially liked uh, fintech. Uh, what, $35 billion of angel investing went into fintech the first half of this year so we're seeing that uh until we get consolidation and some tapering in the growth rates of these cycles uh we still think that you stick with them